everyone. Today I have a special guest. We're gonna talk about strategy for your legal department. Um, I'm here with Vandana. Vandana, please introduce yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Vandana Damija. I am founder and CEO of Legal Operations Consulting. It's a pleasure to be here uh, and uh, to chat with you. Wendan, and tell, tell us a little bit more about what you've done and uh, your experiences. I want to say, uh, I, when I started in uh, legal operations, I started my career back with Viacom. I was uh, part of uh, the, I was hired by the CFO to come in and look at the legal spend. So my journey started with looking at the legal spend and, and that went on to looking at the technology that supports it, looking at the processes that uh, are behind everything. So started my journey there, um, rolling out and, and, and went from uh, looking at what's happening on the ground to actually fixing the problems, had uh, global rollouts of systems uh, in my career at Viacom, and then moved on to uh, BlackRock, did something similar for them, working for the legal and compliance teams, uh, similar kind of roles, talking about uh, policies and procedures, what works, what doesn't, um, and also had uh, a little bit of time that I spent at JP Morgan Chase, uh, more dabbling in uh, high-profile litigation expenses and, and putting my arms around that. And so I started it at a time when legal operations wasn't a profession. Uh, it's quite different today. Um, and, and that brought me to a consulting practice uh, where I now help legal departments and law firms um, streamline and optimize their worlds. That, 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 is, that is really um, exciting. And um, I love the journey and, and the marquee names that um, you helped uh, to make sense of uh, legal operations. Um, let's talk a little bit about legal operations. It's, it's becoming a much more developed um, practice. Um, how, how do you define it? How do you view it? How do you, how, how do you think of it? Legal ops is a role that's evolved. I, I think the skill set is uh, that's needed for that. My background is I, I bring, um, you know, I'm a lawyer with an accounting head. So uh, what I find is what's important is is to have the ability to walk into, assess things uh, quickly. Uh, based if you come from a world of finance, I see. Uh, folks that have had a long career in procurement in finance or uh, lawyers like me who chose to uh, move over and be part of uh, operations. So I, I find that my colleagues across the world are come from different backgrounds. So if you are someone out there who um, is uh, who enjoys a challenge uh, and who loves to take on new things, uh, <laughs> make friends across your organizations that you work for. Um, uh, the the skill set really is listening. If you can listen to your customer, what they're asking for, um, and, and then coming up with a solution. Thinking outside the box um, is, is key. Um, you bring the experience from your um, from your journeys, but what's important is to um, to bring that and to adapt to what's in front of you. Wow, that sounds like you know a few skills. Uh, you and I had a this really interesting conversation about uh, you know strategic plan and um, that you know every general counsel should consider. Um, actually, before we start 
into how, let's talk about what. What is it and, and, um, and how do you think about it? Absolutely. I think you're right, Olga. I think strategic planning is, a, you know, uh, how do I define it? I define it as um, something that, uh, that helps you streamline your operations, to optimize your operations, to uh, something that incorporates technology in what you're doing. Um, laying down uh, a plan, which is a long-term plan, mm -hmm. where you look at something and say, what am I going to do over the next two years? What am I going to do over the next three years? Um, putting that plan down with clarity, laying down, you know, uh, six months from now, I want to be in, in, in this X spot. Th these are my five challenges that I, I need to make sure I have something in place for this. To me, it's about um, if you put down the plan, one, you commit to it, two, uh, you have an opportunity to resource it appropriately, and, and three, you have the uh, you have a chance to communicate it across the, the uh, across the organization. So clarity um, is 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 key in laying down a, a plan. Wow, um, I, I like the clarity and commitment and resources that that a plan brings. Uh, thank you for highlighting that. If um, I guess, where do you start? You know, say I'm a general counsel. Of, uh, of a company and I, I want to have a plan so I can, can, can communicate it to to my peers, to my CEO, perhaps to even my board. Um, how, do, how Where do I start? I think the, the best place to start is to um, is to assess your current situation. I think um, I've spoken to GCs who come into new roles who come in and say, where do I start? This is a very common question that is asked. I say, assess your situation. Look at uh, what's the size of your team, how spread out your team is uh, across the globe. Um, what kind of um, uh, technologies are being used by the department or they're not being used by the department? What are the roles and responsibilities um, that your legal team has? I think it's important and most of the times people come in and uh, if, you, if you really look at what the roles are, uh, what the responsibilities are, uh, it will really be a, a big factor in making some key decisions later on in the fact. Um, another thing that I notice is um, alternative uh, service providers. You know, how are you incorporating your alternative service providers? Are you stepping into something that there are some procedures in place? So look at those procedures. Look at what's in place. Assess it very clearly. Look, and um, as you're looking at this, you'll also find that Partner with your technology um, technology team. Ask them. You know, we're this is where we are. This is our journey. This is what we're trying to do. Look at what's out across the organization. What is that specifically being used within the legal team? So I think that assessment piece is is, is key to start um, start your journey. And it also sounds like the assessment piece, you know, will take some time and. And, but it is the first step, and, and there are other steps that follow it. Um, what are the other steps um, after the assessment? Right. So once you've assessed it, um, you go on and document it. Um, there are times that uh, your team may be 
you may be a lean team. You may be a, a, a one person in your ops position and, um, you know, find someone uh, within your legal department. Maybe there's a paralegal who can help you with it. Or if you don't have someone internally, um, bring in a consultant to help you out. But it's important to document what your uh, findings are. When I say document, I'm talking about uh, laying down everything on the table. Uh, nothing is big or small uh, as, as much as um, laying down how do you go about hiring your outside counsel? You know, do you have a policy? So where is, do you have five versions of the policy? Is, is uh, uh, lay down everything clearly um, because these are your different uh, parts of your pie that you will look at and make key decisions. So uh, bring them all together on one piece of, of paper. Okay, so the, uh, the, the preparation, the assessing and documenting um, sounds like one important step that two will take a little bit of time to get it right and three, you will need help doing it. Absolutely, Olga. I think uh, you're, uh, that, that is the key. You know, you, you'll also find that as you're putting these things together, you're, uh, you're meeting different people across the organization. Uh, this gives you a chance to have, uh, just like we're having a conversation here today, uh, go out and, um, you know, uh, we are in COVID time, so maybe set up a 15-minute chat with someone and, uh, and have a meeting and, and talk about um, talk about what's, uh, talk about what you're trying to do. And, and, and you'll, you'll learn so much in a 15-minute chat with someone that uh, if you go in, I say structure is important, but you've got to leave the room to really understand what the key issues and what are the key problems that the teams are facing. So take the time to do that. <laughs> go out virtually. I love it. Um, <laughs> thank you for being appropriate and sensitive to the times we, have, we are now in. So assess, document, any other steps? Absolutely. Now, um, now is the time to lay down your priorities. Now you've got the different pieces of the pie from where, from your seat. Put down, put down the plans. List out that there are five things that are that from your filter are are most important and that you believe are the priorities. Uh, put those down. Uh, put those down. Uh, present it to your uh, GC. Uh, incorporate their view as to this is what you're seeing and that you plan to take this out to all the people that you've met in the assessment process. Your goal is to meet your uh, maybe the second in command and uh, even the uh, a couple of levels lower. Uh, your plan is to take this and, and, uh, and socialize it across the organization um, and then come back to the general counsel with what you've heard. So I think it's important to let your GC know that I'm going to come back to you with uh, this is what we think is important, but I'm going to incorporate our um, everyone's view and come back to you with my findings. So suppose you have a plan, you have uh, the general counsel buy-in and maybe a few other key stakeholders buy-in, um, but you probably want to share this, this work, this plan, with with other people um who would you share it and how right that's uh i think uh what happens is we uh, we make a plan typically in your department you may have mailing lists that exist 
if one doesn't exist go out and 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 think about it think about okay let me put the energy in creating a mailing list uh typically in large organizations there are mechanisms of newsletters so figure out a way of of uh, getting a mention on a newsletter uh certain times i found that um in uh, in my positions i and my and i recommended to my clients as well is to uh create a newsletter you know brand yourself brand the legal department as uh, here we are we are open and transparent this is what our plan is this is what this is where we are going so uh, put your energy in creating a newsletter and using that as a mechanism people look forward to hey it's been about a month i haven't seen anything from the um, from the legal department so uh, communication um we are newsletters and uh, or maybe there is a a meeting where uh, different departments are going to be there so make sure you get invited to a meeting like that uh, back in uh, back pre covid times there used to be retreats or you know we would be we would have luncheons and um, we'll have those back we'll have those back one day <laughs> right absolutely absolutely so i think those are opportunities to uh, to share your plan um, and socialize it i i love it how we increasingly talk about branding legal department so everyone knows you know what it what it what it stands for what it's important what kind of services they're going to uh provide i uh, i really love the kind of reputation management not just of individuals but the department as a whole and we increasingly having this conversation i want to go back to actually planning the the um the the strategic plan and you know listing things out is one thing but prioritizing them you know is a whole different ball game do you have any advice about how to prioritize uh what you have on your list yes i i think um you, you're right prioritizing is difficult because um when you've gone around talking to everyone and they've put forward their ideas to you uh they're looking for uh for for the project that's most important to them to be incorporated in in your uh as your as the first project that you're going to execute um i think build your foundation you know the piece um it's important to put down um for example in a legal department do you have a matter management system is that in place and um putting down uh, a base system like that and then building on top of it is 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 um is the right approach uh, you will have conflicting uh, uh uh things but just keep in mind that you have to build your base uh get your baseline uh policies in place get your baseline technology in place uh before you start to to build on top of it so let's talk about execution i i i know i'm jumping a little but um i want to hit, hit the most important first points especially where the pain pain more likely arise so say we're in execution of the plan you know presumably that means we are agreeable on priorities and timing and uh, everybody socialize and we as a department is all well branded and communicating that's a lot of assumptions that's a lot of steps to get there but suppose we're there right um and um let's talk about 
change management in the legal in the context of legal department what are your best practices now uh, change management is 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 super important i think uh, this is one of the things that most people miss i think there's a multi pronged approach to change management one talking about your project we spoke a little bit about um socializing what you're doing uh bringing everyone along in having conversations so change management is even though it's one word but it's it's a it's a constant it has to be um it's almost like you're your sales agent who's out selling your idea so talk about uh, what you're doing talk about things that are working also talk about things that are not working and how do you intend to make them work because i think when people hear that yes you have a challenge on your on your hand you acknowledge the fact that things will go off plan but you plan to bring everything pull it back in um and um and and uh, in in my experience the change management is the most important part in making a project a success because um you will have resistance from someone who is uh, who has been doing a job for many years who comes in and, and now you're introducing a new piece of technology i say bring the resistance down by listening to them you know why are they resisting what they're resisting i've found that people are nervous with technology coming in thinking oh i'm going to lose my job it's it's not about losing your job the the, the point that I always make it very clear is like we're trying to be efficient we want you to be more efficient in what you do let's work smarter and not longer uh, is the goal so i think um, if you're honest in having those conversations yeah, you will have more success olga yeah talking about things and the when they are not working i what well, i what i find in any project whether it's building legal department or frankly building legal tech startup is it it really you know allows people to to join you and help you and uh, really rally up behind staying on track and being successful um and uh people you know i i would say normally people want to help we we all all kind of born with this predisposition when we see someone struggling we want to give hand and so um sharing as opposed to hiding which may be the first inclination of anyone um who is on this really difficult journey uh may not be a good idea it may be in fact a good idea to run towards it and to share um, and let other people to step up and embrace and help you out Um we're coming to the end. I really enjoyed this conversation. I do want to leave with maybe useful tips about staying on track. Um change management is one thing, but project management is a whole different game. And I you know, if you have any top tips on staying on track, that would be that would be fantastic. Absolutely. I think laying down a project plan is important. We've talked we speak about, you know, use a RACI chart. Make sure when you're in your project plan, you're tying, you know, who's responsible, who's accountable, who are the people within the organization that you consult, which are the team members that need to be informed. So a RACI chart goes a long way in keeping clear who are your decision makers and who will actually execute those decisions. and uh, you're also sharing with everyone that your commute your your inclusive um and you're keeping everyone informed so i think uh, a project plan um uh, a structured project plan a raci chart 
um, you know, checklists on uh, what do you expect? How uh, if you're expecting your team members to uh, complete certain steps, make sure you have uh, certain checklists for them so that uh, no step is missed in that process. So I, I think um, these are tools, project management tools that are typically used. I say use them, uh, use them well, and um, and also. One point that Olga would like to make is um, recalibrate and recalibrate. I think a quarter into a, a three months into a, a project, look back and think about, um, hey, you know, uh, I, I think we need to uh, shift a little in a certain direction. So I say um, quarterly, look at your plan, see how things are going, and um, if you need to shift around for have your reasons why you're shifting around documented so you have a clear vision of why you did uh, change lanes or change a little direction. Um, I think that really helps um, uh, keeping your long-term goal in focus, but at the same time, making these small tweaks and adjustments. Yeah, your plan is not set in stone. It's a living, breathing document. So revisiting it is a definitely a good idea. And... Um, you, you, you're not a lesser person if you actually change plans. Change plan is part of the plan. Um, and I find socializing that um, we will experience turbulence, plans will be changed, you will, be, you will have an opportunity to have an input on that change. Um, actually another way to rally people up and get them excited because you know any movie is much more exciting when there is a little bit of suspense. Um, and any plan is much more exciting when, um, you know, not everything is revealed um, and subject to change. And there is a little bit of suspense of what's coming next. Wandana, I, I had a wonderful conversation with you. I always learned quite a lot from you. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you so much, Olga. I enjoyed our conversation as well. Bye, everyone. Bye.